0: Because you know, this show it's gonna be a while. I don't know how long we're going, but it's gonna be a while.
1: We got Eric, that's a new face. The Mademoiselle.
2: Oh,
3: Shay. Um, how do you say your name? She's very, gotta the. Are you as sexy as your um, emoji? What's your number, baby?
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute y'all funny oh. okay hello how Eric.
0: we starting today
4: okay good evening good evening everybody how you What's doing up? this is being nasty in the room i'm giving this mad shout out to you both um approaching versus pursuing in dating um i uh i kind of gave up the push mm. And I let it God, you know what I'm saying? So I let go of God. God let someone pursue me. And it's been going real good. I met him before the coronavirus pandemic started. Um, had the first date. First date was like going to the clinic to make sure we both was disease-free. Like it. Different. It was different. But I still like it. I love the honesty. And we were able to, you know crack that code before I ever start. Mm-hmm. Start mm-hmm. talking to him. The pandemic hit. I was in Dubai for 14 days, came back, and our relationship got strong, and he made me his woman. I hey. waited the patient game. Hey.
0: Yeah. Look, at that. Look at that. The Lord be working. I'm telling you. Yes, hey. he do. Yes,
4: Look, he do. So now, great. we are like, probably almost um be past I'm um, like 16, 17 months in and um I was I'm gonna say I'm enjoying it, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not pushing it. I'm going with the flow. This dude makes me happy. The pandemic made us strong. We got to know who we were, were. The bedroom is the bomb. You know, I'm a you know Gemini. So yeah. I'm a woman in the streets, beautiful lady in the streets. But I'm a fucking freaky freak in the sheets. So, so you know, I think I I think the way. pursuit and per- pursuit and patiently waiting was a good look for me. Come on, 46.
5: Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes,
4: yeah. we are yeah, throat like
1: goddesses it. out here. Okay.
6: Oh. <laughs> my. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh my God. Um. I guess- what it do? What it do? What it do? What it do? Uh You know, you guys be taking more vacations than a little bit. I mean- or is it me that's taking a vacation? I don't know. <laughs> but it's good to see you guys. What it do, what it do, what it do. What's
0: up, Shameek? <laughs> yeah, this going to
6: be one of the episodes. Yes,
1: we got Nini and then we got Shameek one more time. You want to say something before I hit them?
5: Oh, no, go for
7: it. Hey, Shan, she gets it. She got it. She gets it. But, anyways, good evening, good evening, good evening. To big dog. Okay, big dog. Okay, big dog. Okay, big dog. But happy, happy Wednesday, y'all. Hope y'all are doing well. Hope you have a great conversation. Let me see. Approaching versus pursuing. There definitely is a difference. When it comes to approaching, you're coming with the intent of I wanna date you. You know what I'm saying? That that like that's what you go literally go on a date for. That when you're pursuing and dating then that's when you really take the time out get, make the effort the energy the time the money and all of that to really look into do dating you know what i'm saying so like you could be online dating you could be tr- trying to be set up on a blind date whatever the situation may be but that's how i see it so far though i
0: yeah. oh, see yeah we about to talk tonight I, I, I see this i see it happening so yeah we're gonna have it uh, a lot to say. I think we got one. Actually, you know what? Save that voicemail. Save that voicemail because we already pretty much started. Um, I guess welcome to everybody who is here um, listening, either live or on the podcast. Shan usually, you know, has us go in. So, Shan, you might as well take the floor because here it is.
1: Yo, welcome to Loud Mouth Stereo. My name is Shan, that is Greg from Young Black and Bothered. Um, this is Loud Mouse Stereo, and this is also a Loud Mouse Stereo podcast because this can be found on your podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Red Circle, Radio Public, and Google for now. Um, mm-hmm. Welcome. It is hump day. Happy hump day. I know some of us are exhausted. It is Wednesday, May 19th, for those of us who don't know what day it is. Um, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on IG at Hey Greg or at Young Black and Bothered, and at She Gets It Pod. So tonight's show is about what it says: approaching versus pursuing in dating. And do you know the difference? We gonna go in. We gonna scoop out. We are gonna hear what y'all have to say. A lot of what was already said in these comments is on point um personally i'm gonna give my take on approaching greg's gonna give his take i don't know greg's notes he doesn't know mine so it's gonna be a good show and anybody that leaves comments just know that you will be on the podcast
0: exactly um i i want to like with with this show specifically i want to switch it up so as mm-hmm. we get the voicemails, we're going to play the voicemails. Um, As they pop up, we're just going to play them. I'm going to shut up and I'm let people talk because this is one of those shows where, as a married man, um, mm-hmm. I don't really have a dog in the fight when it comes to approaching versus pursuing. But
5: mm-hmm. there are a lot
0: of people who, honestly, I, I want to hear their opinions because Dayton has changed in the 10 years that I've been off the market. Um, right. But it's also been a hell of a lot different in the last you know year to 16 months that this whole pandemic thing has been going on. So I, I want to hear like specifically from, you know, some men because the women have been saying that they wanted to be pursued and the men, I don't know if men, like we aren't pursuing these women or if we just aren't doing it properly. So the reason for the title being approaching versus pursuing and dating came from a quote. So, uh, A a woman from the community um, on Clubhouse, it's a room that I'm in. So she says something of the magnitude that men, uh, basically men want to be approached. How would they know if someone is interested in them if we're rejecting them? This is a woman who said this. Um, (laughs) There are a couple other quotes I'll throw out there periodically. But um, the other one that she has said, which it actually hit home for me, was women should recognize that there is an important psychological component to men's feelings like the element of pursuit fits into a woman's life. So shout out to Leisure for this. The reason why she was saying is she said that, you know, pursuing isn't pretty much just going on a date. There's romancing that happens. There's an investigation that peeling back of someone. And that's something that I've always like, you know, I preached to myself when I was single, like, yo, I actually have to get to know someone. I have to peel back those layers in order to get to know them in order to even be interested. And, when it comes to what I see as someone who has someone who's married, when I see my friends dating and getting to know you know, the opposite sex, the same sex, honestly, just other people, I feel like when it comes to dating specifically, a lot of people just don't want to do it. They don't want to do the legwork. They don't want to yeah. do the, the, the research. And more importantly, they don't want to get to know new people. That's why you hear a lot of people saying, oh, well, you know, me and, you know, my ex, we, we have a situationship or we have an uh, understanding of, you know, what it is when I call you. Like, and that's fine. Uh, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I, I don't want to off the impression I think that's a negative because if that's what you're happy with, that's fine. But there are a lot of people, some of those people being the same ones I just talked about, that they don't know the difference between approaching someone and pursuing someone. So as a guy, I guess I'll give my interpretation. So for me, you know, the differences between approaching and pursuing are this. Um, When I used to approach a woman, it was, you know, I already had all the tangible evidence and the things that I wanted and the things that I saw from her before I even got to her. Like, And it was more than just a physical. Like, yeah, like you look good and things like that. But there are certain things I knew about you. 9 to 10, you know, we hung in the same circles. I already knew about you. I knew your friends. And if your friends were pretty cool, more than likely you were cool as well. Um, I knew something about you, and that's where the pursuit came. So the pursuit is where I actually did all of my due diligence to make you know that I wanted to be with you. I wanted to get to know you, and more than likely, I hope that you like me back. Um, though it was, it's not a definition. It's more so my interpretation of you know approaching someone versus pursuing them. Um, the difference that I see now is a lot of people don't want to be approached. So it's hard to pursue people who don't want to be approached. Um, I've heard men say, oh, well, you know, it's hard for me to approach women because I don't know if what I'm going to say is going to offend a woman. I don't know if I'm going to go and say something that she's heard before. I don't know if I'm going to say something and she's instantly, she either has a man or not. It's like these are things that you don't know, but it's better that you ask them instead of, you know, just leaving it out there. Because you might miss your soulmate because you just refuse to open your mouth. And I've always wondered, and this is just me talking as a man to men, because I feel like you, Shan, should talk to the women. And Mm -hmm. I I just want to, I don't want to, like, kind of, like, overtake and give my interpretation of women. So I'll stick with the men, you stick with the women for this episode. Um, As a guy, when I see men approach women, it's never, like, a pursuit, like, long term, if that makes any sense. It's always, like, I approach it because I like what I saw. I don't really want to get to know more. I just like everything that's right there. And, you know, even me, for example, like, you know, there was a girl that, you know, this woman was absolutely beautiful and she she had all the things I knew for a fact that I wanted out of a woman, just like visually. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I didn't pursue her is because I already knew what I wanted is what I saw. So I approached her in the magnitude of like, oh, this is what it is going to be. Uh, the pursuit of her would have been a little bit different. So when I was, you know, young and out here being a hoe, um, <laughs> like you know I, I say that like almost every other episode but you know my when I approach women it was because I already knew it was like alright like I know that you know I want you sexually or I want you because you look good or I want you because of this that and the third um, but when I pursued women it was more so like yo I have to get to know this person so I have to be a little bit more tactical and I have to like kind of like go into the unknown and for men like I don't want to speak for the guys that's why I'm hoping they leave voicemails it just seems like men don't really want to pursue because they're kind of scared Mm-hmm. there is no there is no more like you know what like that girl at the bar like you know let me go over and talk to her and get to know her that to me is a pursuit that is a you know like I, I actually have to get some more intel on her but approach is like yo like you know what like we already in a in a mixy situation anyway so you know what this is just me approaching you you already know who i am you know of me so let me just go ahead and holler that way so that's my little interpretation of knowing the difference between the two how about you
5: Okay,
1: so for me, I feel like approaching is the epitome of the start. The maybe, the gamble if it works, the gamble if it doesn't. Um, The small talk, I hate small talk, but I know you have to start somewhere. It's kind of like easing yourself in. The um, art of reading body language from someone that you don't know, that you, you want to get to know, you think you want to get to know. It's that sneaky checking where you don't want this person to know that you really checking for them all the way, but you just, you know, peeking in, you know, you see them, you don't want to lock eyes too often. You just, you don't like blatantly be like, yo, I see you. I want you. I'm thirsty for you Mm -hmm. because you don't know if they're available. You don't know if they're open to it and you don't even know if, their energy is reciprocating the fact that you really like them, but do they really see me at all? Or do they even want me or am I their type or whatever it is? And it's, I Mm -hmm. think, approaching is respecting a person's space. Mm -hmm. So I think people today are lazy. So like when you were saying um, women want to be pursued and... Mm -hmm. Men out here are not pursuing. I feel like today people are lazy due to technology. Their type yep. of pursuing is like, oh, I text you back or I called you. I FaceTimed you, but you didn't answer. You never told me that you wanted to go out. I asked you if you were hungry. Like, nobody is picking up on these motherfucking blues clues that these little kids are doing. And yeah. if you're in the generation of, Late twenties thirties you you don't have time to be sitting on the phone texting back. You don't have time to be yeah. sitting on a six hour phone call all the way into six a m the next morning. No, I got shit to do. I got big girl bills. I'm a man. I got shit to do. I'm tired. I actually like sleeping like it's different like you have to put the footing in on pursuing somebody these days if you're in your 30s. And don't let me get started on your 40s. Like, You have to be bringing something to the table that's going to make my time worth spending with you and vice versa because I got goals I'm trying to accomplish and if I can't logically right now afford dating or see the purpose of dating you, I'm not even going to pursue you consistently to get there because i don't see the point
5: yeah yeah i
0: agree it, it's I, I don't know it not only do you you know you just said everything i was about to say it's just one of those things for me as somebody and i don't want to keep saying it but somebody who's like married, it's just hard to see people just not want to you know to try um, but they're the first ones to complain and it, it, it right. always just like burns me up. Cause it's like, Oh, like you choose your own destiny, but you wouldn't, you know, you keep putting like, you know, your shoelaces and tie them together and expect it not to trip. It, it just, it just really is very weird. Um, because the single people, and this isn't a knock on single people. I've been there. Um, and I have friends that are there, but I don't want to like bring it there. Basically when it comes to the people that I see, the ones who do the most complaining do half the work. And it's always bothered me. It's all, even when I was single, it's like, yo, I would have, you know, moments where me, I would be like, yo, like, you know, all my boys, they got, you know, they got girls they're talking to, you know, they're going, when we go to nightclubs or bars and shit like that, and they have that, that link up at 2 a.m. Meanwhile, I'm just headed home solo because, you know, the chick that, you know, I've been trying to get at ain't answering the phone because she's actually taking a dude serious who's serious about her. Like, it's, it's shit like that that makes you really question, like, oh, yo, like, you know, am I just approaching people or am I like, am I actually in the pursuit of said person? And fast forward to 2021, like, you know, people have, you know, had an entire year either by themselves or with the person that they're with. And, you know, just specifically for the people that are single, I'm like, yo, y'all been complaining for a year. Right. You, you haven't, you've been on every dating site on planet Earth. You've been on the Tinders, the Facebooks, and all, all these other fucking apps, and it's like, bro, like, at, at what, like, what is going wrong? Like, maybe I'm just, like, peeking in the window like Norman Bates or something, but it's like, oh, like, is it, is it really that hard for people? And, you know, I guess this is my, like, little segue into asking a second question, is, like, do men, do men specifically, do you want to be approached? Because the same guys who, like I said earlier, they don't want to approach women. Do like, do you want to be approached? Like, are you taking the opportunities given to you? When a woman shows you interest, even if it's like you know, subtle like flirting or, you know, in your DMs on Instagram or something like that, like are you taking those social cues or are you just seeing it as just another option? Because that, that's what I'm getting right now. You know, it's getting warmer outside and people are going to want to do things. They want to be places. But the thing is, do you do you want to be alone in it or do you want to be approached? Because
1: for me, I will say this for me, some days I'm glad we have to wear a mask or people want to wear a mask because I love wearing a mask because that gives me another reason not to talk to you or you not to talk to me and you can back up i love it and then some days i'm just feeling like really friendly where i would i want to talk to strangers i want to get in your business i want Mm -hmm. to acknowledge you um i don't mind a little like low-key flirting but for me it's like i'm just flirting just to see if you got a um a pulse this is not i'm not make this lead to anything i'm not gonna take your number I, when i went to go um drop off the rental and i was gassing it up this guy was taking like his sweet time coming out the car and i was already pumping my gas and i knew he was gonna to try to talk to me so when he like opened his mouth and he was like saying words all you heard is boof and i like Shut my car, the the car door, and I turned. I pushed the button to turn on the car, and I was like out the gas station. My Mm. thing is like, you if you as a man see a woman and she's by herself, and you're sitting there wondering like how you're going to approach, and what should I say that's going to make her like me, you're going to miss an opportunity to speak. Sometimes you just have to come with a human um approach and just speak and whatever comes out your mouth gamble yeah. on it because he yeah. waited to speak and i'm not saying yep. that spoke earlier something would have happened but sir you getting all the exhaust because i'm already gone yep. i got shit to do this guy i went, yep. to, the, I went to walmart on my lunch break today to exchange the umbrella for the patio. And he was like, um, he waited for me to be done with my return. And he was like, oh, hey. He was like, "Um, you got a minute? I said, no. I said, I'm actually on a 45-minute lunch break. He was like, oh, okay, never mind. Sir, don't ask me if you got a minute. You already got my attention. Speak your shit. And that's that's why I say I respect men who are blunt, honest about what they want initially and what they're thinking because if you spend too much time saying the wrong shit or asking the wrong questions to yeah. me you're my time
0: yes and i want i want to say this I, I i'll never understand how men perpetually like get it wrong when they have enough time to think what they yes. want to say through it's like wait like you realize just take a second like you don't have to have like a brain fart because it's not rocket science. If you are attracted to the woman, if you like the woman, stop for a second. Just just stop. Think your thoughts through and then carry along once you've gathered your thoughts. Like, honestly, I feel like a lot more women would honestly, my, they wouldn't mind a man approaching them if they thought their thoughts through. And they took that extra 30 seconds. But men feel as though we men, because I'm included in that bubble, where we we say – what we think you want to hear and it's like no ju- just say what you were thinking yes um, this goes back to an episode like 20 episodes ago that we did where we were talking about you know men who try to approach with like the the cheat code which is like they'll do everything for you and try to appease you when knowing damn well all they want to do is fuck if you want to just fuck just say that because you never know the person that's actually going to be on the other end of that they might have just been in a situation but that's all they want as well but if you want to sit here and sell somebody a dream they always going to be sleep. So, you know, it's just one of those, I I really hope like, you know, we just haven't gotten to the point with, you know, social media that we can't take social cues where we're not going and like doing our due diligence to read body language and understand when like people don't want to be approached. And more importantly, just not thinking things through before you approach that person because the cat calling and the, hey girl with the pink skirt and like stuff like that, like that's not how you do it. That's not how you would want to be approached. So why would you even do that? So that, that's just my personal opinion on it. But I mean, so we have so many voicemails, Shan. I, I think let's just take a break from, you know, our little thoughts. And let's just hear these people out. Let me say this
1: before I forget. What you're saying, your fear is, and I hope we're not missing out on these cues that people make and and just picking up on shit. We are. And that's the problem. Like people text so much that when you get in front of the person, you have nothing to say. Fact.
6: Facts. So, hey, Greg. I know this might be totally off topic, but I'm gonna <laughs> need you to stop posting that gorgeous, gorgeous little baby of yours. You're no! making a fella feel love- like he wanna make some new babies, and I ain't trying to skeet, skeet. And nobody, I'm just trying to <laughs> give out this smushed dick oh, until God, I God. fall off the earth. So please, take that beautiful, beautiful. Bit. She's growing up so fast, man. Wow. Yeah, man. Real talk. Congratulations. Uh, I'm super happy for you and your and your family. I just wanted to tell you that. Thank
0: you, brother. Thank you, brother, man. Like that yeah. I I'm still kind of like. It I'm weirded out because Shannon and I've been we've been friends since I had the baby and it's like what the fuck happened like what <laughs> I remember doing yeah. the episode
1: like what do, what should I prepare for what should I expect I'm just like dog, she's about to be
0: here like tomorrow exactly. But yeah, man. You know, we'll we'll touch on that a little bit later, man. We we in the thick of this combo, though. We gonna we gonna get back to baby talk. But yeah, let's let's keep it moving.
4: (laughs) God, I I got an aneurysm just listening to her explain that. Yo, approaching is like literally the initial meet. You walk up to her, you talk to her, you don't know where it's gonna go, and then pursuing is anything fucking after that.
5: Yeah.
0: In theory, in in theory, yes, bro. But the issue is like when you approach though like how are you approaching because you can't even get to the pursuit if you're coming at them wrong
1: some people just fuck up you know
0: how people like yeah. mess up the it was their some pussy and
5: shit.
0: yeah yo how, how many times have you gone like out with like your friends and shit like that me you know i you know i have friends but we don't go out so there's that but like have, how many times have you gone somewhere with people or you've seen people do it where they approach, but the approach just from what you saw just looks like yeah, this ain't gonna work. Yeah, like you see them like t- you see them talking with their friends in one section, and like oh, like you can see them eyeing the person across the room, and mm-hmm. just like the aura of that just by the time they get over there, it's already too late because it's like it like just the energy just off right there, and you can see it as the third party. I see that shit way too much, but you not know, you know shout out for that voicemail, man
6: lessons hey so as the as a 50 year old man Mm -hmm. and i removed myself from the dating pool um maybe four years ago i've been single for four years going on five um not saying that i ain't been active
5: Mm -hmm.
6: but seriously i haven't been doing anything serious and the reason why i haven't been doing anything serious because I'm gonna keep it 100. I just don't know what the fuck these women know what these women want. Yeah. You know, I uh, I'm very old school. I'm a traditional kind of man. I believe in chivalry, even though these women don't like chivalry and they stabbing chivalry right in the motherfucking back. Not all of them, but some of them. Um, I just don't know what they want. So you know, I just I just put the money on the table and tell them where uh, see them when they get back. I
0: oh, know. No, okay. Now, I'm going I'm to I'm put a pin in that, like, comment because, you know, Shane, you already saw, like, the, the docket part. But that mm-hmm. applies to number four. So there was a guy in our group. He had said something, and it, it's prevalent to what you said. So I'm going to put a pin in that because I'm definitely coming back.
6: Mm. And I think my approach to women has never changed, and it really has never failed. Uh, if there was a woman that I liked, I I complimented her and kept it moving. Yeah. Now, if she threw something back at me, then I would give I will give more, but you know, the sense of entitlement for some guys when they when they speak to a woman, they you know it, it's it's crazy too. So I can understand why women are kind of livid about meeting new dudes or even having a dude approach them, because these dudes are you know they. They just, they're not, they they overly aggressive and they think, you know, they honestly think disrespecting a woman is cute. Yep. Yep. And and, and getting into an argument with a woman and then trying to get her number still is cute. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I guess like,
5: actually, you
0: know what? I will
1: save my comments because I wanna get through these voicemails. Yeah, yeah. Y'all are talking tonight. I like that. I when I see men that look slightly okay, I'm asking
5: for their daddies. Like I ain't
6: got time. Mm, mm, we mm. <laughs> And um the reason why I took the four years off is because I really had to figure out what was I doing wrong, why I couldn't find myself a real solid relationship like all my other friends, because most of my friends are married. And I realized that I was a poor chooser in women. I was just going off, off of my type. And I realized my type might not be the right kind of woman for me. So mm-hmm. I had to really, you know, do some self-reflection. And um, now, you know, I'm a lot more confident in what I want. I, I'm a lot more Secure in what I want, and I my main priority on my list is peace. If if I, if I can't, f- if you if you're a drama queen, I'm shutting that door really really quick. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Money's on the dresser. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I got I got a comment on this one. Like, cause I agree, man. Um That's honestly, I don't want to say how I met my wife, but how I had to slow down. Cause I mean, I was in relationships before her and things like that, but you know, I had, a I had a really long talk with a coworker, shout out to her, um, older lady was sitting in the office and, you know, she knew something was a little bit off with me because, you know, this is when we used to have a lot of social functions, you know, you used to go places with your job and stuff like that. Like, Oh, the softball game and the soccer game. And, you know, you can go to, you know, your office had the, at least for our job then, They had it where you can go to like baseball games and you can bring a plus one. So you had an extra ticket or a basketball game or something like that. And I would always bring a new girl or a new woman. And, you know, she pulled me aside. She was like, Greg, like, you know, the the office doesn't really give a fuck because they're like, you know, they were mostly young as well. But she was like, you know, you uh, you keep going off the tight. How, How did she put it? She was like, don't go off your type because that might not be the person for you it might be the person that you were and i was like mm. what do you mean she was like you know she was like you might be you know in, in a, a rut where you are you're, you're dating perpetually because you, you think it's cool or you think like you're trying to find the one by getting many and she was like you don't you know if you know damn i'm trying to think of how she exact oh okay so she equated it to starburst so and i was i was trying to remember exactly what she said but i remember it now So basically she says something of the effect of, you know, the yellow Starburst always gets a lot of shit because people, you know, they love the red one. They love the pink one, but the yellow one is just as good. It's just depending on what your flavor is. She was like, it's your palate. You know, yes, you might like the pink Starburst and you might be accustomed to it. And yes, that's everybody's flavor, but you just might be that one person who needs a lemon. And it was like, sometimes the lemon, It could be a little tart, but it's something that you needed to change your perspective on the shit that you continuously always get. And I was like, oh, okay, so, you know, you just told me about Starburst, Favorite Candy, and everything like that. So she says to me, she was like, sometimes, Greg, like you have to go and try new things in order to get a new perspective of what you want because what you want hasn't worked for you so far. And I said, oh, okay, that that, that works. But then she said something very prevalent, and it'll stick to me. So she said, Greg, you aren't you aren't the man you're supposed to be until you meet the woman that she wants you to be. Mm. That, when she said that, I was like, that was it for me. It, when, when it takes somebody having to actually have that sit down with you. And, and most men, we haven't had that sit down. Um, you can talk to your guy friends. You can talk to you know, your male coworkers and stuff like that. Um, I, I'll be crystal clear. like Sometimes it takes a woman seeing your patterns to honestly sit you down and be like, yo, like the way you're moving won't get you happiness. Yes, it'll get you fucked. It'll get you laid. It'll get you multiple women. And that will feel good momentarily. But like long-term, like how do you want to be happy? And when she had put it to me like that, I was like, oh, I'd rather be happy long-term with some. like, I don't need something grandiose. I don't need a big like box booty. I don't need a woman who's just out here. <laughs> I don't need to honestly be out here having four or five women. Um, some men have to be like that. Because that's their thing, and nobody's knocking them for it, but me personally, I knew for a fact I wanted to be happy, I wanted to be with one woman that no matter all the the shit, she didn't need to have hair down her back and all like I didn't need all that. I just wanted to be happy, but the issue is for me, if I'm not completely happy, how am I supposed to make somebody happy? So it took me having to like have that sit down with her and honestly take a step back and watch other people be happy in order to get an example of what happiness was, and once I did that, I was like, oh, so. It's that, like you know, simply going on like date dates, not like dates to fuck or, you know, outings to fuck. Oh, yeah, we're going to a bar, we're going to drink. I'm like, no, like sit down, get to know a person, go on yeah. a walk, get to know that person, um, talking to them for hours, things that honestly, when I look at it now, I don't see these things anymore. And the right. reason why I don't see these things is because, and I can only speak for men this episode, a lot of men can't approach women because there's too many options. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, for me, mind you, I mean, I met my wife in what 2011, and even then there were options, but right now, like it's it's plentiful. You know, we talk about it a lot. here in d c, the ratio is 26 women to every one man. So you can literally walk outside and meet the the person that you want to fuck, the one that you want to marry, and the one that you want to kill, literally just by walking out of your door. Mm. So you know, for a lot of men, though, being online. Is both a gift and a curse because if you get turned down, which a lot of men do, a man will go get turned down and was like, okay, like, I don't know how to handle, you know, being rejected. So instead of going and focus on bettering myself, you know what, I'm just move on to the next woman. Why? Why the fuck? No. She said no, but somebody else is going to say yes. And that's honestly how, you know, social media and these online dating things have worked out for people. And the shit doesn't look good. It, it does not look good at all. And that it's not.
5: Oh, go ahead.
1: That's the thing. Like before, it was kind of like I see a girl, she's cute. Um, we had a good conversation yesterday. Instead of me scroll up and down IG or Twitter, I'm going to today hit her up and see what she's doing, and I'm going to talk to her, and I want to ask her, is she? Um, wants to go to the park and talk or she wants to go get ice cream. It's like that need to, or that want to consistently pursue that person instead of starting from scratch with this other one to see what I can get out of it today. Because I want it all today. I don't want to wonder if I can have X, Y, and Z in a week or in two weeks. There's a woman out here that's ready to offer that pussy up today and i'm out to find her and to me i feel like the only people you see in the park walking and talking Mm -hmm. and and spending that time and taking like um vacations and shit or people that have are in marriages or been married for like 30 plus years and they know the benefit and the quality of quality time
0: fact that's an absolute fact Alright, so let, let, let's hear from some of these people. I know we we kinda backed up on messages. My apologies, you know, I get on tangents and things like that. Um, I'm gonna take a sip of this drink while we play these voicemails though, so go for it.
3: Um yes, it is that hard for some people. And dating has definitely changed. I definitely want to um you know, just say you really are on the other side of the grass that you're married unless you're dating somebody as well. But dating has changed. And I feel as a woman, a heterosexual woman in America, um, what is this whole thing with? I want to go with the flow. I find like a lot of men use that as a, a, an excuse. To just approach and not pursue. So I'm tired of going with the flow. Like, yes, we can go with the flow all day. But let's be intentional. Like, I'm intentionally dirt- dating with a purpose. I'm not just here to be like, hey, what's your name? Like, no. Yeah,
0: I've always wondered that. Um, and, But, you know, Shan, what, you take your, you know, your opinion before I give mine. Because I'm still trying to, like, compartmentalize that one.
1: Well, I don't date. And once, um, I don't know, like the men that I even think about in a sexual sense, we would have to be like cool first. We would have to be like friends first. I would have to see the type of women you pursue and your um, thoughts after they leave your presence and how you act first. I've never seen a stranger, had him get my number, And me not know what the fuck he's on mentally. I don't know what that's like. I don't know how women do it. I feel like it's too much of a gamble. So I really don't feel like I can speak on this. But once a man says, oh, I'm just going with the flow. To me, that says, oh girl, just enjoy your drink that I got. And let's not even speak about this being anything else. If I call you, I call you. It's very dismissive to me. I would rather a man not even say, Oh, we're just going with the flow. Because it's just, I feel like we're all moments and we're moments with people. And to have someone give you the illusion that this is going somewhere, I don't even know where the fuck I'm going tomorrow. I think I'm going to my desk, but I could possibly have to leave my house and go somewhere else. So why would I see somebody and be like, oh, I can see you being like, my man for the next five years. I could see you being my my husband or I can see you meeting my kids or or my mom. I don't know you. So I'm not going to promise you shit. Uh, I'm not going to tell you this is going somewhere.
0: That, that's why I've, I've, oh, I've always hated that shit when you know and mind you i've probably told a, a girl that but that was my way of kind of like buying my time but like you know like she might want something and we cool right where we are but instead of saying that i probably said go with the flow um but looking back at it man like if you just and i don't want to like break it down too much and like overthink it but like like going with the flow when i think of like a flow i think of like a river right <laughs> so you know with, with, like, all rivers or, like, streams of water, like, you know, they they end at, like, the sea or, like, the ocean or some larger body of water. And if I'm going to take a relationship and tell somebody I want to go with the flow, that usually, you know, the the true definition of that would pretty much mean if you're going with the flow, meaning eventually it's going to go from that flow or that stream into something larger. But a lot of people, they expect that just to be one continuous, like, flow. And that's just not – like, it. Like no river runs into a fucking river that just turns into a river. It just – either it stays stagnant or it goes and, you know, becomes a larger body of water. But the thing is, whenever I use that term, go with the flow, I already knew I didn't want it to go anywhere, um, which is sad to actually say out loud, but it's the truth. So, you know, I don't want to speak for all men, but that's usually, you know, my personal – you know, when I was a hoe. That was my, like, scapegoat of, you know what, I don't know what I want us to be, but I know what I'm happy with right now. So.
1: What up, y'all? Don't forget to check out Loud Mouth Stereo merch at teespring.com slash stores slash loud dash mouth dash
0: stereo dash shop. All right, let's get back to the show. Oh, you know, I personally wouldn't believe to go with the flow shit at all. That's usually red flag number one. Um, And I I I want what you said right there I want
1: women to get out the mindset that a man has to tell me something I like if I ask him like where is this going you shouldn't feel guilty about wanting to say what the fuck you feel and I feel like women perpetuate males to lie to them for their temporary feels of feeling good about a person if we would stop Guilting men To tell us What we want to hear I feel like men Will tell us the truth
0: Facts Fact Oh lord See Now if you If you in here Speaking the truth Like that These voicemails I Already know I Already know I'm gonna just shut up I'm gonna shut up I wanna hear
6: them <laughs> Man, You hit it dead On the head This technology Definitely has Put a whole new Spin on communication between people and like i said and i, I and i just can't figure it out because like i said if i'm into you i'm into you so i need some kind of response back like you know I, I don't don't emoji emoji me to death oh. if i'm asking you a straight question
1: yeah and another thing i feel like people they just emoji and abbreviate shit because they can't spell and you can't spell because you don't know the last time you wrote something on a piece of paper. Or you don't know the last time you, you know, typed something up and you didn't have to use spell check or automated spell check. Like, this technology shit is making us dumb. Mm.
0: Yes, it is.
6: No, it's, it's- hey, um, I recently... Uh... A young lady moved into my neighbor uh, in my neighborhood, and we've been making eye contact, whatever, whatever. So, um, finally spoke to her, and um, you know, we was kicking it, just vibing with her, you know, talking dog. She had a dog. I was talking dog shit with her, and um, when I t- I told her how old I was, you know, she gave me the look up and down, and she's like. And she asked me, Why are you single? And I told her it was by choice. And she said, Nah, I don't, I don't think that's the truth. I think um, women don't want to uh, holler at you because you look like a player. I'm like, How do I look like a player? Because I keep myself, I, I like look, you know, getting, I like dressing up. I like to look like I took a shower every day. Like, how does that make me look like a player? I, I don't wear.
1: Uh. I think that's so dumb i hate when people uh, you people ask you um why you're not with somebody and you tell them it's by choice and they be like no yep. don't ask me no questions the answers whole
0: yo like why are you asking questions that either you already know the answers to or to you aren't around to even get them like just either way just mind your fucking business and then we want to know go ahead oh no no no
1: no no I'm that actually kind of blew me
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> who say oh you look like a player all that is is screaming insecurities I do feel like I'm not good enough to be beside you because you look too good like girl get like make it make sense get out of here
3: Going with the flow, vibing is just so cliche these days. And I also feel as though, um, a big buzz phrase has been, What do you bring to the table? You know, now more men are starting to ask women that, and some women are getting very offended because a whole man is asking them that, but I'm not understanding that. However, um, I think dating has just, completely changed uh, you would think that I guess technology and apps make it more convenient for people to meet up but when people see that it's that fast and convenient then there's not a lot of substance that goes behind it so you will probably lose a lot of pursuit of dating versus approaching that way.
5: Right. Yeah.
0: Um. I've noticed that a lot, um, specifically with Clubhouse. Um, You know, my measure is social media because social media will tell you a lie and sell it as the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, A a lot lot of people are like, oh, well, this is what you need to do. And they're not doing the same shit. Um, You know, I've seen it a lot, you know, those rooms where, you know, and this is not to be derogatory to women in general, but women will pretty much say all the shit that they want a man to do, have these set goals and aspirations and dreams of what men are supposed to be. Um, and the thing is, they sell those dreams to other women, but then be dating an absolute piece of shit. You' be like, wait, what the fuck? Like you you said like you want a high value man that does this and this. He can bend over backwards and touch his own ass with his tongue. Like you want, you know a, a man that is six foot eight, you know, two hundred and thirty pounds plays for the fucking, you know the Minnesota Vikings. He does this, that and the third. Um he can change a tire with a pinky. He got perfect feet. He walk around. He's the best dressed, well dressed Idris looking nigga on planet Earth but then you, you see the nigga she's dating and the one she complains about on Tuesday. he be like, wait a minute. Like, weren't you, your expectations, like right now you got a laundry list of the shit that you want from a man but your, your ex nigga is just like, it's your ex nigga. He won't go away. <laughs> like, what? How am I supposed to be the man in your life when you have men in your life? Like, Mm. Have, like, like I I can't do that, and I I don't I'm I'm sorry I, I really don't want to be disrespectful to women, um I I don't, and I know I you know I said I was going to stay on the men's side of things, but I see that shit so often and it's disgusting, um you know especially when it's like you have Shane you you've had a friend I have a friend where. Like, they will tell you all the things that you should expect from a man. And you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, or some, like, not even a man, like, an expectation. I'll give you an example. And, you know, I'll just bring it back to men. As a guy, I have a friend who, he's like, Greg, man, you know, you got to have, you know, a woman, you know, her body got to be ridiculous, dog. Like, she got to be a stunner. When I take her outside, every every nigga got to look at her. And she got to look. I'm like, yo, do you really want that, dog? Like, do, do you want that? And then when you look at his girl, I'm like, yo, like, I don't want to say she's regular, but it's definitely like, yo, like, you went for, I don't want to say average either. Like, you went for somebody who honestly is the complete polar fucking opposite of what you just told me. And the reason why you did that is because it makes you happy, but you also know that that's not what you really want. Like, right now, um, if you look back at, like, my history of women that I wanted, it was like the Lauren Londons, the Melissa Fords of the world. Here's the thing. That shit sounds good. Mm-hmm. when they're your goals and aspirations. I know for a fact, if I had to go outside every fucking day with Lauren London, I would not know how to fucking act. I would want to fight every nigga as, as I'm walking. I would be like Bernie, San, uh, I'm sorry, Bernie Mac in that movie where, uh, with Chris Rock, where he just walked, as soon as he got off the train, he just slapping the shit out of people, because there's no way. It, it takes, honestly, like, I, I, I'm trying to not say it, like, in a complete dickhead term, but I'm like, yo, like, if you're mine, I'm jealous. Always. Like, even if I know for a fact that you are like you and I, we have a completely faithful relationship. I'm married. I still get jealous. I get jealous just knowing. I'm like, yo, like anything can fucking happen. So when I see, you know, men and women alike, when they're talking about all the things that they want from people, I'm like, you really, you really don't want that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard you know, I've heard guys say some some outrageous shit that they want from their women. They like the women with the Kim Kardashian bodies and the lips that look like they stuck them in a fucking, you know, jar of milk and just left it for six hours. And now their lips look swollen. They, they like that shit. They want the women with the hair down the back. I'm like, oh, that, like, you you really don't, do you understand how much maintenance it takes for a woman that has all that long ass, like, that, that fucking hair? When that shit gets clogged in a toilet, when it gets clogged in a sink and a bathtub, yo, plumbing is serious. Mm-hmm. It, it is fucking serious. And a lot of people don't know the difference, but, you know, When it comes to, like, just men with our expectations, we, we expect in the fucking world, and we be given a bare minimum. Trust me. There are a lot of women that I used to date that, you know, I told you again, I have to say it again. Because, you know, people, you know, whenever we become famous and this podcast takes off, they can be like, Greg was talking like he was big shit. Yes. Once upon a time, I was out here doing a lot of shit. <laughs> I was out here doing a lot of shit. What humbled me is the fact that there was one moment that humbled me so bad. And you know shout out to b um I ain't gonna say her whole name, but mm. this girl i knew I knew for a fact that like i was I was her type, she absolutely was my type, but the issue is we did not belong together. The reason why we did not belong together is because I had the personality of like the you know we both had outgoing personalities, and we were both people, you know like what do you call it people 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 person that's not even a thing either way we like people and we can be around people we very social we you know we get along and stuff like that but the issue with the both of us is this even though we're people like people persons or whatever if we get around someone of the opposite sex the other one we get jealous mm-hmm. usually it was me like you know it's one of those things where like yes you can be friends with a lot of guys you know talking about her or me i could be friends with a lot of girls but the issue is if i'm bringing my girl around all these women that look like her, better than her, less than her. It doesn't even matter in looks-wise. The fact that I'm bringing you around other women, you should be questioning, like, you know, what the fuck, like, wait a minute, am I not enough? And that's where, you know, it becomes really dicey because it's like, yo, do you really need all that attention? And that was me. I was one of those guys that honestly, like, you know, even though in my scope, it was like, all right, you know, these are women that, you know, I'm friends with. I'm cool. I'm not trying to fuck on them or nothing like that. It's like, yo, like, I just knew a lot of people. But for her, I didn't think and take into account that, oh, like, you're you. Like, you're beautiful. I have, I have you, but we're still around a whole bunch of motherfuckers. So when, you know, the tides turn and, you know, she's taking me out and she's out with her guy friends and these niggas taller than me. Now, mind you, I'm not the tallest nigga on planet Earth. When I see a nigga who's fucking 6'3", and he has to bend down to hug my girl and shit, yes, I'm looking at him like, yo, I really want to fight this nigga. He might probably <laughs> even be cool, but I want to fight this nigga. And, you know, it's it's not, you know, me being a complete asshole, but every guy's had that moment where you bring your, the, the lady that you like or something like that. If she ever introduced you to somebody and they might even look an ounce better than you, you're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, uh, Like, no, like, he would probably try to fuck her. That's why I don't play the Play Brother shit. I don't, all that. You know what? Let's just move on to the next voicemail. I can talk.
5: Wait, to wait, 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 wait.
0: Nope, nope. So when
1: Steph was like, You know, um, men out here asking women what they bring to the table,
5: Mm -hmm.
1: as they should, because Mm -hmm. when we start talking to a man and we get further um, into the talking stage and stuff, we want to know, like, you know, in your past, like, what have you learned? What was your experiences? Um, what were the people that you dated? And then if they mentioned like some booger wolf or a woman that had nothing going for herself, we judge yep. him. So mm-hmm. when be smart for him now to ask the woman that he's thinking about pursuing, what do you bring to the table? Like, what are you into? What are you trying yes. to do for your career? I hate when women basically make men feel like shit for asking yep. them their value yep. Or um, what what are the great things, or what have you accomplished? That's regular yep. stuff. Because when we go to our moms or we go to our dads, and they be like, "Oh, you dating somebody?" and we be like, "Yeah." What do they ask? They ask what he's like. What does he do for a living? Does he have mm-hmm. any kids? Does he have mm-hmm. any drama about him? Um, is he uh legal? Is he legit? Like we have to know everything about you. Men should be able to. Make sure that they're pursuing a woman worth their time also. So I think women today have to stop being offended by men asking, what do you bring to the table? Because they just asking, you know, what about you separates yourself from the rest?
0: Yeah. Like, you know, in, in, in my personal opinion, to piggyback from what you said, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Especially when you're asking people what they bring to the table and you got people eating off paper plates. That you can't ask me shit. <laughs> you can't ask me shit. And that's not to be disrespectful. There are there, trust me, I have been one of those people who, you know what? Yes, I have some paper plates in the house because I don't want to wash dishes. But there are a lot of people who, you know, like I've said before, and we've said this on many episodes, a lot of people's expectations exceed their fucking efforts. People will ask for the fucking world and honestly give you dirt in return. I don't want that shit. Keep your shit. Keep your boxed-ass chicken Alfredo. Keep, the, keep the, the expired salad dressings and shit like that. No, like, give me you and tell me that shit up front. Right. So when I see, you know, I've seen a lot of people, and I know we got voicemails. I'm going to just make this really quick. When it comes to people having these set goals, and, you know, aspirations of, you know, what do you bring to the table? You don't even have a table, so we can't even sit together. So mm. I, I, just need, I, I just need you to understand, asking people what they bring to the table to measure them that way, you know, for a fact, it's like, you know, for a fact, you ain't got gas. Like you, you're like, what do you call that shit in the car where it's like, you know what? You got like five miles till empty and you decide you want to ride 20 miles. That's what it feels like when I'm asked, you know, or men are asked, what do you bring to the table? When, you know, women ask it all the time. When men do it, though, it's like, wait, like, oh, it, it's OK. It, it's, it's OK for women to ask, like, what do you bring to the table? But the moment you turn the table and like, yo, you know, I bring all this like I, I bring me. And all the shit that comes with me, and then it's like, but well, what about you? And it's like, well, don't ask me about me. I asked you about you. That's absolutely not how that works. Mm. <laughs> that is absolutely not how that works. But right. you know, we got these. You got these voicemails. So I'm gonna just leave it
6: alone. I don't wear a whole bunch of gaudy jewelry. I don't wear a, a, a James Brown robe. So mm-hmm. I, you know, like I said, you know, it, is that a thing though? Do women not want to talk to men that keep that believing upkeeping themselves because that you know like i said i've been getting that for for a while like and i don't believe that i'm super super handsome or anything like that but like you know i keep myself fit i uh i definitely know that i don't look like the typical 50 year old man um but shit i think i should get a get points for just looking like i'm decent and i take a shower every day. Yo
0: Oh, Shamik, I'ma say I'm gonna say this really quick. There was a girl who tweeted something similar today. She said something to the effect of Well, I'm not dating a nigga who gets his hair cut every two weeks that way he can be bald at 35. Two weeks I tweeted and yeah, 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 this, this is shit that we hear all the fucking time. So I tweeted and I quickly deleted it because I was like, I do not want she might be one of Nikki's barbs and some shit like that, right? So I go and I ask her, I was like, Would you rather him be bald at thirty-five or dead at twenty-three? Because, you know, like <sighs> It, it was it was one of those things where, like, I went through her Twitter feed, and it was, like, a whole bunch of her posing with niggas with guns and shit like that. It was, like, do, do you realize, like, what, what are we talking about here? You, you're questioning a dude and, like, their hair and all these things. Meanwhile, you're you. Like, at the end of the day, like, have you ever just, like, looked at somebody that has all these, like, fucking goals and, you know, expectations for people? And then you look at them and, like, yo, like, yo. If I were you, I wouldn't fuck me like that. No, like what? No. So at some point, like I, I, I really don't want to be disrespectful to women because I'm sure they're really nice women that are listening live and stuff like that. And, you know, we do appreciate you. But everybody knows when they go on these social media joints that a lot of these people lie. A lot of these people go and tell these fibs and, you know, they have all these like lofty things that they want people to say because they want to sound cool. Newsflash. <laughs> Y'all don't sound cool trying to say the opposite of some shit that everybody agrees with. Yeah, <laughs> like that—that that shit is not cool to be the one woman or man out of fifty fucking people who are like, you know what? You know what I want? I just want somebody who's honest. And then you're the dummy was like, well, hey, as long as the dick is good, he can lie to me. That's <laughs> absolutely not how that's fucking. Like. <laughs> what? Come on, sweetie. That—that that, just no, no. N- next <laughs> voicemail. I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: But, um, I also think too, I don't, and, and personally, I don't leave approaching in terms of trying to just come up to someone and get to know them. Um, I don't leave that up to the man. If I'm interested, I will speak too, because I, I used to at one point be in my head. Well, if he doesn't come up to me, then we won't ever know each other. Like I was stuck in that stereotype.
6: yeah. yeah. I know the I know and the sorry for blowing, blowing up the messages I'm going to let other people speak no, you I'm going to fall back and just listen
5: You
1: did no, I, talk I, your like, shit. I know I know when I'm Purposely avoiding Giving the space for a man to Approach me because I'm doing it On purpose I, do, I, I would Rather not be talked to when I'm running errands. But if I'm sitting somewhere chilling in a space where people socialize, that's cool. But at the same time, whenever am I out somewhere where people adult and chill in a social place? I'm not. So, it's kind of like a man would be nice, but Chantal, when are you in a space to have a man speak to you or anything besides you being on social media and then when people do speak it's kind of like I'll bookmark the conversation and never like do any action to it because I'm not interested like there's nobody out here that I'm jealous of there's nobody out here that I'm gonna be mad that they get married tomorrow or they're in a relationship like I don't care I don't care I have no feeling for anybody in that capacity um, anymore. And it's kind of like, I i know I have to take advantage of this space that I'm in, wanting no one. Because when that person does come in my space and in my life in a way where I can't deny them, my me time is a wrap. Yep. So. Yep. I'm just in enjoy- she gets it. I'm into
7: enjoy- She gets it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Shan, like listen, like when I get approached by different men, especially if I'm in a hurry and I'm not in the mood to, be, I hate to it. be interacting with people and I'm just trying to be in and out with my business. That's when it feels like the most attention comes my way. I'm like and at that point I get real irritable. I don't want to be bothered. Don't even acknowledge the fact that you see me on direction. Just Mm -hmm. get straight out of my way. Just let me be focused to where I have to go to. And that's that with my business. Because you just took out that two seconds, five minutes to figure out what you was gonna even say in the first place is what like was the start of your time. You know what I'm saying? Because when I when I have that feeling of when a man is is gonna approach me, that's the instant 60. The 60-second um, time watch. I'm stopping my watch. All right, 60 seconds, boom. Because, like, I, at that time period, once it's up, I'm, I'm going to act like I don't even hear you. You know what I'm saying?
5: Yep. Yep. Wee!
0: Mm. Y'all, y'all dropping some gems in here today, man. I just want to say thank you for everybody who's leaving voicemails, everybody who is in here live. Um, this show, you know, we usually do on Wednesdays and Saturdays but Shane. She does a show, the triple Rs. I'm I call it the Triple Rs. I like that shit. But yeah. you yeah, go ahead. I need you to actually tell these people about the Friday shows, please.
5: So
1: the Friday show that I do at least twice a week with Dungeon, um, aka Jay on uh IG, we do it on here on the stereos called The Real Relationship Rapport. And um, you can find the episodes on your podcast platforms also. But we really just pick, like, a topic that is relationship-esque. And we really like, dissect it. And we do long-ass episodes. Like, it might be two hours to four hours That you just go in. And we just dissect this particular relationship topic. And um, we've been having some good ones. And for the most part, uh, Dungeon comes up with all of the topics. And we really just go in and just just kill it.
0: Yes. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, I think y'all need to go ahead and set your calendars because uh, another episode is coming. And you know, I'm going to be in the room. I'm, I'm leaving my comments. Friday?
1: This so, Friday, we doing another episode. It's lit.
0: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. See, and this is what you call. Friendship, right here. Most friends, be like, oh no, 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 fuck that. I need y'all to go listen to every episode, all four hours, whatever they decide they're gonna do. It, they're gonna do fucking eight hours. You know what? It's a marathon. And I know, you know, some ladies, you know, they like marathons. According to the twitters, uh, yeah. according to the twitters, y'all, y'all like the marathons. uh um I, I did learn, and this is my little sex joke of the day. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently. Uh, apparently according to the twitters um women don't like being tre- uh, penetrated and having their ankles licked at the same time that's a new one for me what? that that's that is that is a new one we'll, we'll touch on that in, in a minute you know put a pin in that one but that was definitely something that when i heard it i was like somebody's lying somebody's fucking lying um but then again like I, I've I've never actually. You know what? Let's just take like a five minute break from. No, talking. no, <laughs> Greg. You can't. You can yeah, yeah, so. Why are you licking ankles? No, here's the thing. Um, it's not why you're licking ankles. They're there. Um, so if you if you are having intercourse with said person and their legs are already in the air, like 9 to the ten, you're kissing like the back of the leg, the inner thigh, the the the, the, the things of said nature, right? So you're doing all these things. And the ankle is there. It's the ankle was closest to the foot. Now some women don't like their toes sucked and things like that, and that's fine. If you got ugly feet, fellas, I'm gonna tell you. Like if the woman has ugly feet, just kiss on the ankle, lick on the ankle, like that shit. It it'll do the job. The ankle is probably the cleanest part of the body. Why? It's either protected uh-huh. by a sock or uh-huh. you know, yeah, just. Yeah, I, the, I'm
1: just saying I cannot get my ankles if he's um, penetrating me because my ankles are tied behind his neck by the crossover.
0: Yeah. okay but the thing, they, they first, the, thing. the thing is they have to get there first so the reason why I'm saying it though is like you're, you're not going and like having a feast of the ankles like when you go and you initially like you're about to insert yourself and mm. right before she puts her legs behind you know your head and shit like that. The ankles are just sitting there and they're looking at you and they look like, they look like, <laughs> le- like all, all the ankle is, is a leg knuckle, right? So basically you look at, you're looking at it and you're like, you know what? I, I just want, I want to kiss her on the ankle, her thigh, her leg, ankle. It's there. It's just like a sequence of things. So you kiss all three spots, but you stop at the ankle. You kiss her on the ankle real nice. And I'm telling you, she's going to say something to you. It might be in like, you know, Espanol or something shit like that. But yeah, she's going to like that. And she, you know, fellas, like a lot of women don't like their toes sucked. Trust me, this is a whole nother debate for a whole nother day. We're going to have to, think- I think Saturday, we're going to talk kinks. The reason why we're going to talk kinks is because I have in my mind on the Saturday show about this docket of this, these kinks, because I've heard some of the wildest shit mm-hmm. in the week that we didn't do the episode. Um, yeah. I'm actually, I'm absolutely going to surprise Shan with a lot of the shit that I've heard. But you know what? Let us get back to approaching versus pursuing because oh. yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell y'all that this ankle shit, this ankle play, uh, so to speak, is bad for you. But apparently women like it, according to the Twitters.
7: Oh my god. And the communication shouldn't be dependent on, especially with technology, because that's how things get misconstrued, misinterpreted, context gets taken out of what is meant to be said, it's just it's there's a lot of confusion all over in every direction and every aspect. And so I feel like it just leaves for me personally for my personal experience that it just leaves room for just giving an excuse later on to be like, Well, I thought you had meant this but it really was that, you know what I'm saying? Because it's it's too much emojis and pictures and video messages and voicemails and just FaceTimes is too much, you know what I'm saying? So I think we just get distracted in a background of technology, not focusing what's really on a, on a stage of how everything is set up, you know what I'm saying? So that's just me personally, though.
1: I you. <laughs> it's a lot, it's a lot out here, man. It's a lot.
2: Hey, she gets it pod. Hey, hey, Greg. Um, I totally agree. I think that right now the dating market is saturated. I'm happily married. I've been married for 11 years, been with my husband for 16. And when me and him met, we didn't have like social media. We didn't have, we barely even text each other. If we wanted to see each other, get to know each other, we had to meet each other somewhere or we had to talk on the phone for extended periods of time. People don't even have good conversation skills anymore they don't even know how to express themselves because all they're doing is texting and so when all you're doing is texting and then you have all these avenues to meet so many different people so like you have the online dating sites you have instagram you have all types of ways to meet people that you usually would not cross paths with i think that people start getting a little spoiled and they start looking for perfection where there is none and then mm-hmm. it starts making the dating
0: yeah oh I think she probably had another voicemail but let me just say this really quick when it comes to it, like what she's saying absolutely agree a lot of these people that I see that are doing like the online dating and stuff like that it's just instant gratification for them they have no intentions of actually meeting these fucking people right. they literally just like they're getting their what do you call it? like they're getting their egos boosted a little bit because it's like yo like 16 guys from this app want me and it's like yeah but the thing is like you're never going to meet them anyway. So it's <laughs> like it, it's like what the fuck like it, it's just weird. It's 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 almost like dating has become like the Instagram like. Like sometimes I like shit on Instagram and didn't even look at the shit. I'm like, "You know what? I'm friends with them. They posted something. Boom. I'm going to like that shit." And it seems like dating's the same way. That's why like dating has gotten so simple where all you have to do is look at somebody's photo and be like, "I fuck with them or not?" I don't even care if they don't read good. I don't care if they have six toes and nine fingers. Like, you know what? They look good swipe what is it swipe right swipe either way you're swiping somewhere but the thing is you know what you're not swiping that ass and you know next voicemail shout out to her for that
7: me lord shameek yes i absolutely agree like i feel like this generation on the approach of being disrespectful calling a woman out her name and just you know saying basically getting treat like like she's a bitch instead of a woman, you know what I'm saying? Like excuse my French, but it, I don't know, this is something with I guess society's mindset nowadays. It's just it's it's on a whole other different platter when it comes to approaching of just the opposite sex, you know what I'm saying? So or even the same sex, it doesn't really matter, but it it I don't I don't understand it at all. At all. <laughs> it's 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 mind-boggling to me, but it's, wow.
5: Yeah.
0: I, I think the reason why people don't know how to approach the opposite sex is because there's always somebody else. So even if they offend somebody, like, imagine, like, if you go outside and, you know, you say something to somebody and, you know, like, say for example, a guy, he's cat calling you and you turn him down or you just keep walking and he says something like, well, you know, B word this or something like that. Online, instead of like having that what they do is they just move on mm-hmm. like okay she, she's not interested in me cool somebody is that's why you know it, it's just so easy it's accessible but again that also happens to be because people don't have people skills it's easy to be the most entertaining like you know you know Casanova if you want to call it I haven't said Casanova since the fucking Gerald LaVert album but it, you know uh, what I mean um yeah. But you know, you know what I mean. Like you know, guys can be who they are because they have the time to think this shit through. They're like, yeah. all right, like boom, I, I can go and you know, be the nigga that I want to be to her in a text message. But then when you meet this person in person, they're like, yo, what the? Who are you? Yeah. Who who's the who who's the guy that I met in them fucking messages, them DMs that was like telling me all the shit that I wanted to hear, and mm. then he's telling you, sweetheart, that that's exactly what you wanted to hear. But you know, I'm me. I'm I'm said nigga right now, like. You know, I'm just right now. i this, this dating shit. That, that is tough. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, um be happy you're married, Greg. Um when it comes to like pursuing, it's it's consistently following up with a person, keeping in touch, engaging mm-hmm. beyond just the physical, beyond just the uh verbal mentally I'm connected to you emotionally I feel something we beyond just dinner are fucking we share and we learn more about each other as we get to know each other we level up together like we meet up we go out we are getting to know the people in your life you're getting to know the people in my life like if it ain't that then you're not you're not actively pursuing anybody because you haven't learned anything new
0: Bingo! That right there. That right there. Yes, Lord.
7: Mm. Mm. Wow, it's wow, it's interesting you say that because I feel like I also feel. I guess this is from what I've been through. The the want to need somebody winds up the want of needing somebody. If that makes sense. So say I feel like when when you find that soulmate that you end up saying you needing. I feel like I've been in a situation where they needed the I needed the want of them you know what I'm saying so I didn't realize that until later on and I reflected back on it and I'm like wow that's what the whole goal was well not the goal but the lesson that I've learned in that so it just put me on perspective as far as like seeing the need of somebody versus the want of somebody you know what I'm saying and the needing and the wanting winds up being reciprocated and reciprocated, you know what I'm saying? So it just goes hand-in-hand, And I feel like.
0: Yep. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Has to go hand-in-hand. If you can't be an equal to the person, what the fuck they here for? Exactly.
1: Balance me out. She gets it.
7: She's speaking straight facts because I just feel like I know what my intention is. And you will know your intentions, but sometimes it'll be a cat and mouse situation. And I don't want to play cat and mouse all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes I would want to be the cheese on the trap and you just come get me type of situation. But mm. girl, she gets it. I got you, girl. We. I feel like you here with me. I feel like you. you yep. understand me because you get it all the way. All the <laughs> way.
1: That's okay. like, oh, the fact. That, that is a sound, that is a like, sound so bite right there. You want you want like for me. I will directly go to a man and be like da 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 da, and he gonna look at me with big eyes, and be like, "Did you just say that? Yeah, I did." Because I don't, I'm not here to tit tit for tat, tit for tat, tit for tat, and, and guess where it is going. I'm approaching you directly, so you don't waste my time. I have somewhere else to be. What's up? But again, not every man is going to be able to handle that. And that's fine because I'm not going to be mad mad that someone that I was kind of interested in couldn't handle a certain approach I took. I just Mm -hmm. know that that's not the person for me. So I save my time. And that's why I want people to be more honest and be intentional about what it is that they're thinking what it is that they want to do so they can stop wasting their time. Facts, Absolute facts. It's just common sense at this point.
3: Yeah, I definitely agree. I I don't personally have a problem with men asking women what they bring to the table, and right. I definitely think it's, it's 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 a man should ask that, you know. This Maturi. maturity
5: oh,
1: I like. I don't want to know that you just out here every day, every weekend, every Friday night buying random women drinks because you're hoping yep. like she's worth it. No, I want to see like what are you doing to make sure this woman is worth your time, or or do you just pursue any old body like this in hopes exactly. that is worth it?
0: Yeah, but it's, it's. I think like a lot of dating people try to present dating like a job application where it's like all right these are the things that this job wants and you can just lie your way through it you really can't like eventually Mm -hmm. just like those jobs like yo like that job's gonna be like okay you said that you were proficient in excel but then you get here and (laughs) all you know like no no don't know shit (laughs) you don't know shit like don't say you proficient at dating and you're not proficient like i need to know that you know when you know the the times get rough like you're not gonna run you're not gonna cheat you ain't gonna do nothing stupid like when it comes to asking questions I want all the questions at the fucking beginning hey by the way have you killed somebody before do you have a baby mom or a baby father somewhere? Do you have a kid that I don't know about that I'm gonna all of a sudden in three years when you and I are getting serious about talking about a family, this is gonna spring up out of fucking nowhere. Do you like these are the questions that you need to ask at the beginning? Are somebody going you know, is someone gonna get scared that you're asking these questions? Absolutely. Will you lose somebody? Yes. But the thing is, the person you lose, they had shit to hide. And you're better off knowing that that motherfucker is gone than coming around the bend knowing that you're happy with that person, but that person's incomplete because they ain't told you the whole fucking story. I just much rather people just know themselves and know the people that they (laughs)